No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see how God led the children of Israel through the desert with a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. But how can we know his leading today? We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Numbers chapter 9 on Simply the Bible. GPS has been a remarkable invention. I marvel at the fact that I can put an address in my smartphone and it will dictate the directions in how to get there. Yet, I find that sometimes I ignore the directions and go my own way. Usually, it comes down to me simply wanting to be in control. As the children of Israel journeyed in the wilderness, they had a visible presence of God before them. No nation had ever had such a manifestation of their God. But with Israel, the glory of the Lord was with them as a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Not only was this a constant reminder of the Lord's presence, but also an infallible guide through the wilderness to the promised land. We are also on a journey, the journey of life. Our ultimate destination is heaven, but before we get there, God has prepared a work for us to do where we are filled with the Spirit, led by the Spirit, and empowered by, you guessed it, the Spirit. We don't have a visible manifestation of God's presence, but he would teach us to depend on his faithful guidance. As with the children of Israel, sometimes this means waiting and sometimes it means moving. We pick it up in Numbers 9.15. Now on the day that the tabernacle was raised up, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony, from evening until morning. It was above the tabernacle like the appearance of fire. So it was always. The cloud covered it by day and the appearance of fire by night. This cloud that covered the tabernacle was neither fog nor smoke, but the Shekinah glory of God. As the children of Israel camped around the tabernacle, they positioned the doors of their tents toward the tabernacle so that their first sight every morning was the cloud. God was at the center of the nation, and for their entire wilderness experience, they never had to wonder if God was with them. This visible presence of God also served a practical purpose. It was a covering from the hot desert sun during the day. This allowed the priests serving in the tabernacle to enjoy some shade. At night, the pillar turned from a cloud to fire providing light in the dark wilderness to illuminate their path. Now, in the New Testament, every believer in Jesus Christ has been given the Holy Spirit as our faithful guide. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit has been given to us to guide us in the way we should go, to lead us into all truth, to bring to our remembrance the Word of God, and to empower us to be witnesses for Christ. He has promised never to leave us or to forsake us. Our challenge is to believe that He is always with us, 
even when we don't think that things are going the way they should. Like the cloud in the desert, he shields us from the scorching heat. He protects us from so many of the flaming arrows that Satan fires at us. And when we walk through the darkness, he illuminates our path by applying the word of God so that we don't stumble. We cannot see him as the children of Israel observed the cloudy and fiery pillar, but we know that he is just as real and just as present. Verse 17, whenever the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, after that, the children of Israel would journey. And in the place where the cloud settled, there the children of Israel would pitch their tents. At the command of the Lord, the children of Israel would journey. And at the command of the Lord, they would camp. As long as the cloud stayed above the tabernacle, they remained encamped. Whether it was moving camp or marching to war, there was no deliberation, no council of the elders to determine their next move. There was no guesswork involved. They simply looked up at the tabernacle. If the cloud remained, then they remained. If the cloud moved, then they moved, whether day or night. When the cloud moved ahead and then stopped, then that was where they camped. If they followed the cloud, then God was their protector and provider. They didn't need to worry or stress. They didn't need to be afraid. The presence of the pillar demonstrated the manifold mercies of God to them always. In Nehemiah 9.19, the Levites prayed, Yet in your manifold mercies you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road, nor the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way they should go. Now, what do you think? Would God faithfully lead them through the wilderness under the old covenant and fail to lead us today under the new covenant? Don't you think he is just as quick to demonstrate his manifold mercies to those who will follow his leading today? by showing them the way they should go? We must learn not to deliberate, not to take a poll of people, nor to lean on our own understanding, but to trust in the Lord with all our heart, to observe the cloud and the fire and follow the leading of the Spirit. But how do we do that? In 1993, when my wife Cindy and I were considering moving from Sacramento to Boise to start a church, we were looking for signs. A friend gave me the book, Is That Really You, God? The biography of Lauren Cunningham, who founded Youth with a Mission. I was looking for any confirmation I could get on whether this was really God leading us to leave two good-paying jobs, a home, and family in Sacramento to make this bold move to Boise where we didn't know anybody. We made the decision to visit Boise and see what God would do. We also determined that we wouldn't say anything to influence each other, but that we would each pray and ask God to show us if he was calling us to move. I remember sitting in Julia Davis Park, looking across the Boise River to the BSU campus and asking God to speak to me through his word. He gave me specific verses that confirmed the calling and gave direction for what we would do when we arrived. On the way back to Sacramento, Cindy and I compared notes. The funny thing was that when we had first crossed the border coming into Idaho, we each had the feeling like you have when you return home from a vacation. 
This just felt like home. Over the next several months, the Lord continued to confirm his calling with other believers and scripture, giving us the faith to move. Unlike the children of Israel, we can't open our front door in the morning and see a cloudy or fiery pillar to show us what to do next. The leading of the Spirit is much more mysterious than that. But in the early church, it was clear that the Holy Spirit was calling the shots, filling them, leading them, and empowering them. He gave them spiritual gifts and spoke to them. He opened and closed doors, and he will do the same thing for us today if we will seek him. Verse 19, even when the cloud continued long, many days above the tabernacle, the children of Israel kept the charge of the Lord and did not journey. So it was when the cloud was above the tabernacle a few days, according to the command of the Lord, they would remain encamped. And according to the command of the Lord, they would journey. So it was when the cloud remained only from evening until morning. When the cloud was taken up in the morning, they would journey, whether by day or by night. Whenever the cloud was taken up, they would journey. Whether it was two days, a month, or a year that the cloud remained above the tabernacle, the children of Israel would remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. At the command of the Lord, they remained encamped. And at the command of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. There were times when the cloud did not move for a day, a month, or even a year. But the children of Israel would still keep the charge of the Lord and not journey. Honestly, I think it is harder to wait on the Lord than to move forward. Life is movement. And most of us are motivated to move on to the next thing as soon as we can. It can be difficult to faithfully keep the charge of the Lord when he tells us to sit. Several years ago, I had two detached retina surgeries in my left eye, and then a third surgery to remove the scar tissue. For each of those surgeries, I had to keep my head down 24-7 for two weeks. Let me tell you, you don't know how wonderful it is to turn over in your sleep at night until you can't. My nephew's wife gave us a massage table and I kept my face in the donut at night until my face hurt and I couldn't stand it anymore. Believe me, I wanted to move. But I also figured that God had a purpose in keeping me down. God did use it to speak to me and even to prepare me to do this radio program. We have difficulty accepting the times when God tells us to wait rather than work or to sit rather than sprint. However, we must learn to faithfully keep the charge of the Lord, whether we are waiting, working, sitting, or sprinting. The same God ordains them all in their season, and each is equally sacred in its time. I mentioned in the beginning that GPS is a remarkable invention. Let me redefine the acronym as God's Positioning System. God leads us by the Holy Spirit to the destination He has prepared for us. Like I said, sometimes I don't want to follow the directions from my smartphone. I want to go my own way. I think, ah, maybe I'll take the scenic route. I'm afraid that that is how many of us treat God. Rather than looking for the cloud of the Holy Spirit to lead us and depending upon Him to do so, 
We are so busy planning our own course. But if we end up lost or in trouble, or if it just simply doesn't work out, then we can't blame God. How much better would it be for us all to simply keep our eye on the cloud and keep the charge of the Lord? Let's close today in prayer. Father God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you that you've given to us the Holy Spirit to guide us in the way we should go. I pray that each of us would learn to hear your voice and follow your leading. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. They'd really love to hear from you. You can also text them at 208-314-3377 with your questions or comments. In the days before mass media, how do you communicate with over 2 million people? Tomorrow we'll see God's method for gathering the people, marching them forward, and sending them into battle. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Numbers on Simply the Bible.